in my own spiritual journey um, in occasions when uh, that road got bumpy or when I wasn't exactly sure where it was going, uh, a practice was suggested to me, was, which was to look in the spiritual rearview mirror and remember the ways that in your life God had been present or God had acted or uh, spiritual growth, however you understand that, had occurred. I want to invite you to take a look in that spiritual rearview mirror this evening and ask you if you can think of a time when you experienced what you might call spiritual growth. If you can identify such a time, why did that happen? What were the catalysts? What was going on in your life that triggered that kind of growth? As you're doing that, taking that look backward, ask whether there were some moments when spiritual growth was stalled. I like to use an automotive metaphor when on the spiritual highway your engine sputtered or you got a spiritual flat tire or you ran into a ditch or you ran out of gas. What was it that got in the way of your spiritual growth in those episodes, in those periods? Jesus told a lot of stories. Many, if not most, had to do with growth. Maybe that's why the Pope said in one of his homilies that there's no such thing as a stationary Christian. He said that a stationary Christian was sick in his or her identity. He said a Christian is meant to walk or to move, to which I might add a Christian is meant to grow. Tonight we've heard a parable about seeds sown in a field. Some result in growth, others not so much. Jesus says, some seeds fell on a path. Birds came and ate the seeds. And his interpretation of the parable, which is kind of unusual for him to do, to interpret a parable for us, Jesus compares that to folks who hear God's word, but any hope, any future gets snatched away. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they didn't have enough soil. They sprang up quickly with no depth. And when the sun rose, they were scorched and they withered. Jesus said, these are like folks who hear the word, receive it with joy, yet without a root, when troubles arise, they fall away. There was no culture, no context, no community to help them grow. Other seeds fell among thorns, which choked them like someone who hears the word, but cares of the world and lure of wealth choked that word. I suspect we all know something about cares of the world and lure of wealth. But I wonder, does any of that ring a bell corresponding to your own spiritual journey? What happened to that seed that was planted in your life? Might it have been a dream snatched away? Birds swooping in to end a relationship or take away a job or an illness struck or did a seed of spiritual growth go nowhere because you felt unrooted and adrift? Thanks a lot, COVID. Did the anxieties with which we all contend keep us from growing? Anxieties about work or family or finances, concerns about a congregation in transition, concerns about a nation divided, angst about climate change and racial inequity. All of these can get in the way of our spiritual growth. So as we reflect on these obstacles, these things that can get us off track, 
and we all have met them. There's another side to this story Jesus tells. He says, some seeds fell on good soil and brought forth lots of grain. He said, that's like someone who hears the word and understands it, and it yields a lot of fruit. As we think about how this kind of growth might happen, have you ever had the sense in your life that the Holy Spirit, that God's Spirit, that God's presence has in some way grabbed hold of you, that it has helped you grow in fruitfulness, that it has helped you navigate the bumps in the road, Has it allowed you to move forward on that spiritual highway going the distance because there was growth? Maybe and hopefully we can all see such moments in our spiritual rearview mirror. Talking about spiritual growth, maybe I should have started with this question, but I wonder what you think spiritual growth is all about. How would you define it? I suspect it's different for each one of us. Since I have the mic, Um, I'll say that I understand spiritual growth to be about relationship primarily, to be about growing in love of God and in love of neighbor as self. It's what Jesus spoke about when he asked what was involved in inheriting eternal life, inheriting God's life. He said, it's simple, not easy. It's one thing, it's two. It's, It's about love of God and love of neighbor. It's what he spoke about to disciples In the very last words he had to them, he said, I give you a new commandment. I give you a new word. I give you this seed to be planted in your heart. Love one another the way I have loved you. I believe that's the seed in this story, the word that comes to us, the good news that there is nothing, nothing that can separate us from the love of God. And when that seed can take root in us, we can grow. When that good word takes root in us, we can bear fruit that can not only change us, it can change the world. This parable poses a lot of questions. Who's the sower? What is the seed? What kind of soil might we be? Can we change the kind of soil we are? Add these to the list of questions I have for Jesus at the pearly gates. It's a long list. Tonight, I'm going to say that this parable asks us to consider what contributes to our spiritual growth. Are we choked by cares of the world? I read a study that said the biggest obstacle to spiritual growth in our culture is that we're so busy. Has the possibility of spiritual growth, growing in love of God and neighbor, been snatched away, birds flying off with that dream? Do I find ourselves in a toxic culture that won't allow us to think about love or believe it is true or act on it? Do regrets and resentments foster that culture in ourselves? Or can we hear the word? Can we let this seed take root? Can we accept the good news that we are loved without condition with a love from which we can never be separated Can we grow and move forward because that love is real for us? The spiritual journey is a matter of what we do with the free gift of God's love, whether we can accept it, whether life circumstances prevent that, whether our culture chokes us, whether some bird flies away with our dreams. But if that seed of love 
God's love can take root in our hearts, we can grow and something new can emerge. And thanks be to God, we can share that with those around us. So let me return to that rear view mirror. <laughs> the only reason to look in the rear view mirror is because you're trying to move forward. It will help with the road ahead, with how we move into the future. How can the seed that is God's abundant love take root in you and in me? How can it take root in our world where love is in short supply? How can it take root in a church in transition where we face, how shall we say, a lot of growth opportunities? How can it take root in your heart and in mine, growing into something beautiful for God? By grace, the road ahead is loaded with possibility. May the gift of God's love celebrated in this Eucharist this evening take root in our hearts, take root in this church, take root in the city, take root in this world. <laughs>